Good morning and welcome to 117 episode of Miracle Word today. This is part 28 of Word and Wisdom of Wisdom Line 184. And I hope you're enjoying this series. Please pay attention to what the Lord is about to share with us now. We must not spend the kingdom money in things that does not matter to the kingdom. And afterwards, start begging for money to build a kingdom. Kingdom giving should first be used for building the kingdom. Kingdom giving should first be used for building the kingdom. A lot of times, we use a lot of kingdom money doing so many things that does not really matter to the kingdom. Many ministries, pastors, and, and believers, because your money as a believer is not your money. If you are a believer, and if you have money, that money belongs to God. It is not actually your money, because God has called you into his own country called the kingdom of God. And there is a certain rules and regulation that guides you know, his country call the kingdom. Therefore, once God has blessed you, you must make sure you are not using the blessings of God outside of the kingdom. Or, let me reward it this way, don't use the blessings of God in doing things that does not really matter to the kingdom. There are things that does not truly, truly matter to the kingdom. So it is important that we, that you you use the kingdom you know, given for building the kingdom of God. Second Kings chapter twelve, reading from four to five, the Bible says, Joanne said to the priest, "Collect all the money that is brought as sacred offerings to the you know to the temple of the Lord. The money collected in the census, the money received from personal vows." And the money brought voluntarily to the temple. Let every priest receive the money from one of the treasurers, then use it. What that was? Then use it to repair whatever damage is found in the temple. So I dare to say that kingdom money must be used to build the kingdom or to do things that matters more to the kingdom. Then, if the kingdom have more, they could expand it beyond things that does not truly matter. So it is important we do the first ten force. At the moment right now, we are trusting God to give us a building in this nation. And in the spirit, the building is already standing. So it is time for the body, for the people of God, in KMGC and beyond, to make a little more sacrifice. Hello, somebody. And um, there were people who vowed in many year, many, many some uh, about a, year, a year ago to give to the kingdom. Many of them, some of them are not in KMGC, and some of them did not re- redeem their vow. And many of them do not know the, 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 the implication of vowing an altar and receiving a prayer covering and not redeeming that vow. So, and most of them are using their money to do things that does not bring glory to God. Joash commanded in all the priests. That all the money that is collected by the people of God, the money for, you know, they give for their vows, for their offerings, for temple, what, what, those money should be used to repay whatever damage that is found in the temple. 
Today, we collect money from the kingdom of God. The, the house of God is broken, but we're using that money to do things that does not really match, match to the kingdom. Where is, we, where is our wisdom? Hello, somebody. It's their wisdom and, and collecting money from the kingdom and using it doing other things while those in the kingdom are suffering and things that is in the kingdom and things that needed to be done in the kingdom are still there lying wet and waste. Word and wisdom number 185. Whenever God gives you an instruction of what to do with the kingdom finances, you must endeavor to do exactly the same. Anything less is to your peril. But do but doing what you are told to do helps to build an aura of integrity and honesty around you. Oh, A lot of time, God gives us instruction on what to do with kingdom finances. But we don't do it. <laughs> you think it's your money. You think you made that money. You worked for it. Hello, somebody. You must endeavor to do exactly the same. Anything less is to your peril. But doing what you are told to do helps to build an aura of integrity and honesty for you and around you. <laughs> uh, aura of what integrity and honesty for you <laughs> and around you and a lot of us today are defocused we are not focused on what God has called us to do and that's why there are many people that will never make an impact in their life they will never make an imprint in their world because they are careless with the voice of God First King chapter 12 uh, uh, second, sorry, Second King chapter 12, 13 to 15. The first one is Second King, and the second one is also Second King. Second King 12, 13 to 15. It says, The money brought into the temple was not spent for making silver basins, wick uh, trimmers, sprinkling bars, trumpets, or any other article of gold or silver for the temple of the Lord. It was paid, it, it was paid to the workers who used it who you who used it to repair the temple they did not require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with complete honesty you see the king had commanded that they use all the money to repair the broken temple so they didn't use the money to start buying trumpet or start buying basins or silver basins or any other thing, a lot of somebody or sprinkling bar. They make sure they channel the money where the king had recommended that the money be channeled. They follow the instruction. That is how you can be trusted. When you are when the Lord asks you to do something, the Holy Ghost asks you to do something, and you endeavor to do it. By the time you know it, you build an aura of integrity, an aura of honesty, Lord somebody, an aura of trust around you. By obeying the first instruction. Do you obey the instruction of the Holy Ghost? Do you obey the instruction of, of your senior leaders? Do you obey the instruction that God has uh, have given to your heart? Or are you doing just what you want to do? God help us. What of wisdom number one, run it is. Doing the will of God will sometimes collide with those, <laughs> with those who crown you. Doing the will of God will sometimes collide you with those who crown with those who crown you a king. Hello, somebody. 
With those who claim you a king. But it is better to collide with man while doing the will of God than to collide with God while doing the will of man. Okay? Joash had to remove Jehoda from a certain position, you know, that was given to him, even though he was the one who made it possible for his enthronement. <clears throat> Sorry. Joash, the young king, remember he was ordained king when he was about seven. But during his reign, the kingdom was broken. And he gave instruction for some part of those areas that was broken to be repaired. Those who were asked to repair it, including the priest Jehoda, who, who preserved him for, you know, in the temple with the wife. And, and, and gathered men to anoint him and remove Atalia, who, was, who, who usurped authority and made him a king at a young age, Joash was not afraid to remove Jehoda. Even though Jehoda was the man who made his, you know, his coming to, you know, enthronement possible. But he knew in that particular duty, Jehoda was not doing well. Therefore, he removed Jehoda without fear nor favor. So I say, doing the will of God will sometimes collide you with those who crown you a king. But it is, it is better to, you know, to collide with men while doing the will of God than to collide with God while doing the will of man. Joash had to remove Jehoda from a certain position, even though he was the one who made it possible for his enthronement. One of us who are doing the will of God, don't look at the face of man. Don't look at the face of anybody if you're very much sure that you are doing the will of God. Because if you refuse to do the will of God, God will collide with you. He will not spare you and you will pay dearly for doing the will of man. It is scary thing, Lord, to be collided with God. But when you collide with man, God will rescue you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. In word and wisdom number 187, to live in peace with your neighbors may occasionally cost you fortunes against your will. But it is better to lose fortune than to lose your life because those who have life will live to make fortune. <laughs> Glory to God. I say it again, to live in peace with your neighbors may occasionally cost you fortunes against your will. But it is better to lose you no know, fortune than to lose your life. Hello? Because those who have life will live to make fortune another day. Hallelujah. Some of you today. <laughs> Some of you today, you, you are so busy wanting to eat everything you made. Wanting to consume everything your hand have touched. There are things you've got to let go. Unless the Lord says no. There are times you've just got to protect and preserve your life. Even though it is costing you some fortune to preserve your life. Hello somebody. Now, 2 Kings chapter 12, verse 17 to 18. The Bible says, About this time, Hazel, king of Aram, went up and attacked God and captured it. Then he turned to attack Jerusalem. But Joash, king of Judah, took all the sacred objects dedicated by his predecessors, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, and Ahaziah, the father, the king of Judah, 
and the gift he himself had dedicated and all the gold, gold found in the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and of the royal palace. And he sent them to have the king of Aram who then withdrew from Jerusalem. Though another person may say, well, jo, jo, uh, Joash did, did, did not have faith. It could be Joash obviously did not have faith. He could have trusted God to deliver him from the hand of Hazel. It could be jo, Joash had already sinned against God and, and God allowed Hazel to turn around and against him. And he knows that if he turned to God, God will not listen to him. But what matters, I think I'm going to preach this thing in church, man. Glory to God in this particular line of wisdom. But what matters here, friends? What really matters here, this guy saved Jerusalem, saved his life. He did not start, you know, he lost a lot. He lost all the gold that was preserved by his grandfather, Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat. Hello, great-grandfather Jehoshaphat. Another father, Jehoram, and his father, Ahaziah. He lost all the gold, silver, you know, all the the precious objects that they preserved. In the house of God, all the articles, these guys worked so hard. His predecessors worked so hard to preserve in the temple. Bought it and they preserved it in the temple. And even some of the gifts he himself had dedicated. And the gift of gold, you know, he dedicated in the temple treasury. He lost it all. But what about if he didn't give those things to Hazel? And Hazel came to kingdom to Jerusalem, destroy him. Lost somebody, destroy him. <laughs> no, destroy the temple and still take that gift. There are times you need to be foolish, but unless you hate God, if God said, Don't give it, I'm going to protect you. Don't give it. Some people might not believe in this particular line of wisdom. Some people will assume that you know, Joash you know, wasted what belonged to the temple of God. Obviously, he did. Hello, because he was afraid of his life. But sometimes you may need to please lost fortune. And preserve your life than to keep fortune and lose your life. Because he that live will live another day to make fortune. What a God we serve. Father, I want to thank you today for this line of wisdom. Only you could be giving us this word. Only you could be speaking to us in this way. I pray that your people, the ears of your people will be open to receive what you're doing in the now. I pray that your people, their ears will be open to hear what you're saying in the now. But even this line of wisdom, as they apply it in the life, it will make a difference in their life, in their family, in their private life. God of all the earth, I pray for your people today. Touch them for real. Let something new begin to happen. In their life, empower them with wisdom beyond wisdom. Cause them to make money out of money, salvation out of salvation, deliverance out of deliverance, position out of the position. In Jesus' name we pray. And thank you for what you, you are doing in KMGC. I believe you, Lord, that your hand is on KMGC. I have no I'm not doubting for one second. You've called me in this nation. You've planted KMGC, and you will shame the devil. In Jesus' name, amen. This is Apostle Praying Blessing Chikizie, the lead pastor of King's Mercy Global Church here in Auckland, New Zealand. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. God bless you. Amen. Amen.